0: that count podcast um i am your host valence and and i'm adam
1: <laughs> yeah so the reps that count are the pivotal moments in life that you should be paying attention to so we are talk about everything from fitness to nutrition to mental health but we haven't talked about fitness or nutrition now so mostly just mental
0: health we didn't we haven't you sure
1: Maybe we mentioned a little Maybe. bit of
0: fitness. We go, I swear, one of these one of these days
1: we will get there one we're day. We're
0: gonna we're gonna do like a whole episode on fitness and nutrition and macro ma- macros? Maybe? Macros are done. Okay. No one does macros. Paleo. Done. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're bringing paleo back. <laughs> All right, Adam. So today is a special episode. Absolutely. Right? I, I don't know what episode number this is because we lost count. Seven. Is it? Or six. It's, a, it's seven, six. One, six it's seven, both? both. It's both. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I think today's a special episode for two reasons. One, we're back in the studio. Absolutely. We're back in the pod. Yep. Know what I mean, so thank
1: the, you to the pod.
0: The pod. Know what I mean, they showing love, so you know what I mean. We don't have to do too much editing on our side, but we have our first guest today. Yes. You know what I mean? Go ahead and introduce the people to the the special guest of the podcast.
1: Yes. So Ari. The special guest, a good friend of mine. We've become good friends over the past year and a half. Um, on the same page on a lot of things. Awesome guy. And I'll let him give you a little introduction to who he is. All
2: right, all right. Oh well. First of all, thank you so much for having me, you guys. It's an absolute honor to be here, especially the first guest. I feel it's very, very important, and I have to I have to rise to a certain level. So I will. I will do my best to set the bar. But. Uh, <laughs> My name's Ari. I'm a I'm a local in the area as of eight years ago, nine years ago maybe. I've been running the gym with the assistance from a couple people, CrossFit Exalted, for the past seven-ish years, and as of recently, I, as of maybe six, seven months? One year. It's been, it's been a year yeah. since I let you go? January. Jeez. Yeah, it's been a year since I've been away from the gym and, and started my next venture, so we're here to talk about the transition of those ventures and what that means for everyone and each other.
0: Yes. Yeah. So the topic for today is pivots. Oh. I think there's like a friends episode about pivoting. Pivot. Yeah, pivot, pivot or something like that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, man, that's a great topic. So we're basically going to be breaking down like pivoting in life and just going through what I'm um, like the motions and like how to go from what you know, with the norm, to a new norm.
1: Yes. Right.
0: All right. So, I mean, I, that's that's a great that's a great topic, right there. And I think we have the perfect the perfect person to to bring in for that topic. I mean, I've known Ari for maybe what six six years at this yeah moment. man. I mean, since you first came to Exalted, yeah, um, and you were coaching those night classes
2: yep with, the new you the new you challenge <laughs> the
0: new you challenge of course. yeah um and now you're like you do like 17 things and 18 18 okay Mom. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah man let's get started man like who wants to be so, the first person to
2: kick us off adam yeah. so
1: the the reason i wanted to do this topic is because i think people have a hard time transitioning from one thing to the next or one chapter of their life to the next. And that's why they don't progress in life because they get so stuck in one version of themselves or one identity of themselves that they hold on to it and they're scared to move on to the next step and mm. the next phase. But a big part of life is trans is transitioning. Yeah. And if you never transition, it's like reading a book and only staying on that on first the same page. page.
0: Ooh. Yeah,
1: so, and the reason I wanted to bring Ari on, because when I met Ari uh, almost two years, so a year and a half ago, um, he was in, from our conversations, in a transitioning moment period in his life, and he was in love with the community that he built, but he was ready to do something new, and I thought this would be the perfect person to bring on for this topic, so do you want to talk very, a little bit about very that? Very accurate assessment. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so on the topic of pivots. I basically ran the gym from start to inception with the initial bringing of just get in the door and get my, you know, feet wet, if you will. Uh, anything I could do, I had I'd coached probably for three years. I'm trying to like go back in my timeline of of EW and everything, um, but I I started CrossFit when I was 18 when I moved here from. Philadelphia, and then quickly started coaching and got some certifications that I believe to help hold some water. But we've, as of recently, decided that certifications mean nothing. Yep. But mm-hmm. I started coaching and immediately was like, obviously, I I want to own a gym. Because. <laughs> 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 <still like Adam. laughs> <laughs> that that seems realistic and, That's and next normal. Step, right, it's
0: like get your L one open a yeah, gym. Yeah, open a gym go. immediately.
2: That's what I did. And yeah, failed terribly. <laughs> so I was like, "How do I do this? I, I don't have any money, or direction, or understanding of what I need to do. Let me go find someone who does." So I found Exalted. I can't remember how I found Exalted. I want to say it was something to do with the woman I was with at the time who I'm not gonna mention her name. And I think she brought me there. And immediately I was like, wow, this place is really freaking cool. Like it just immediately felt special. I've been to many gyms. I was working with a company, The New Challenge before. Um, and the owner who uh, ran that challenge hired me to go around different gyms and, and help them with that challenge. So I ran challenges and built up membership and then kind of went to my next stop. So when I found Exalted, This is very, very special. I immediately knew it was different than any other gyms that I've been around. I've been probably like to 20 at this point. And so immediately I'm like, I know how to get my foot in the door. I'm going to do a new challenge, of course. And I did that. And that was kind of a way for me to make some money. And I coached there for free. There was a woman running a special program at the time. And she was running the, what we called unloaded program, the CrossFit unloaded program. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. okay. And she was on her way out. So immediately when I came in, I told her, hey, I would take your program over, I would do that. And that was a really popular program with like the moms and the people who didn't wanna do CrossFit or heavy lifting, overhead squats, snatching, et cetera. So that was a really good transition. I was boom, doing the new Year challenge and then doing the unloaded program, which also didn't challenge me or require as much skills of coaching CrossFit specifically. Mm -hmm. So it was a good introductory to that. The owner at the time was like, hey, I really can't pay you anything. I'm like, of course not, why Why would you be able to? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I coached coach for free. Um, I coached the Unloaded Class for free and then I used the New Year Challenge as some, some income for me and I was like, hey, I'll, I'll keep the money from the New Year Challenge. You keep the members that retain from the challenge. It's actually a pretty decent deal. And did that a couple times, got some members out of it and then eventually some current members in combination with the owner at the time Came together and were like, "Hey, this is what's going to happen." Will, the owner of Exalted at the time, is on his way out. He's you know looking to transition to being a full time firefighter, and you know he's kind of done his thing. He's been there almost a decade at this point, and we want to keep the gym going. Are you interested in coming on as a as a partner and being the GM and kind of leader of the ship? Like, obviously, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's that was my end. Um, and that was a really exciting moment. Little did I know the shit storm of what was going to come of that, and, and Can how I that's going to you. Pass. For one second, for, for sure.
1: I just want to talk about how soft new coaches are. Because that's the only way in. He already had three years of coaching experience and still had to coach for free, free. or clean floors, or do whatever. Oh yeah, I was cleaning. Dude, I was cleaning everything. Dude, just to there. get in the
2: door, yeah. mind, no, you, mind you, mind you, mind you, mind you. I was also intimidated by the prestige of these two gentlemen, Will and Daniel, at the time because yes. they both had master's degrees in exercise science. Yes, like they it's were great not room they, to be in. Right, but well, they were not just level one. You know, weekend certified coach, I had tremendous respect for them, still do to this day. And both of them taught me so much. Like, I I think that was why it was special, too. It's like, there was a serious prestige there. That was also when CrossFit was super competitive. Regionals was a big thing. Exalted had a regionals team at one point, And they had athletes. Like, Exalted was the fittest gym in Central Florida, bar none, no questions asked. Yeah. Everyone knew it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I
2: that was attractive to me too because I'm I'm competitive and an athlete.
0: It was like I mean again like I I, so I got to exalted before Ari did and like it was kind of the same thing when I walked in I'm like, oh, this is different like 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 people know what's going on here like again there's master's degrees involved like so the programming made sense like. Everybody was just, like, in the community was awesome, right? So when we would go to the local CrossFit competitions that apparently don't really exist anymore, like, it was, like, when Exalted was coming on, it was, like, Exalted is here, right? Exalted's
2: winning. Yeah. who's coming in second. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: right. Um, But, yeah, like, um, watching Ari come in and... Coach for free. Not only did he have to coach for free, I think like the new U class started after all of the other classes ended. So like you know what seven like
2: th- started eight yeah right? it's like <laughs>
0: eight o'clock. Like we're start loading a new class, and I was kind of like kind of helping him. Um, you were just, yeah, yeah you yeah, were. I was, I was like kind of co-coaching, but not really because I. was I, I just so helpful. Co- yeah, like I was taking pictures and stuff. For, yes, uh, dude. Yeah, oh my and gosh. Then the um. The unloaded class, like that, took on like a life of its own. Where like, it's always special when you see people from the CrossFit side. Like, all right, I'm gonna do unloaded today because the unloaded workout.
2: Oh, when unloaded hit, dude! Yeah. It it had some momentum behind it. it.
0: It was awesome, um but so you did mention the word pivot, right? So it's like you put yourself in in a position by working for free and doing the grunt work, so that when the owner will wanted to pivot into something else, it literally just like put you.
2: Just made the most sense.
0: Yeah, right. It puts you in exactly where you needed to be to pivot into that new position. And, you know, it, it started with, you know, that first step of just doing that grunt work
1: preparation. Yeah. Preparation for a pivot.
0: You know, if you're always ready, you don't got to get ready, right?
2: And at the time, I didn't know, I wasn't consciously doing that. I was just like, hey, I want to own a gym eventually. I'm going to do anything it takes to be in this position to show myself as a leader and to, you know, do things without being asked and just to try to make myself valuable. So that ended up working and yeah. So I guess at that point I became a co-owner with three other guys uh, who were all previous members at the time, multiple year members. And then my position was, was GM slash owner, but it was really just janitor. It was clean <laughs> the whole time. No, I coached a lot. I coached phew, at the beginning, a lot of the classes. Coaching was the most workload for me because finding coaches was the most difficult. As we all know, it's, it's yeah, very challenging. I
0: think that's still a very difficult thing to do yeah. in the industry.
2: And Daniel was still a coach at the time, the head coach, uh, Will's uh, head coach at the time, other master's degree gentleman. He was amazing, had so much prestige and respect of all the members. And eventually he ended up moving out. He he went to a different career. He pivoted, and yeah, then I was kind of on my own, and just scrambling. I didn't have a tremendous amount of help from the the business partners I had because they were all very successful and very connected to their their, their real but, jobs. Yeah. And you know, they openly did say, "Hey, you know, this is something we're doing for each other. For you to to help, you know, save the gym. We don't want to see it close because the alternative was just, just exalted in. closing. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even or being sold that. to another. Person or entity and it just eventually closing either way yeah so they really needed someone internal to like keep it going and and hold on to the reins you
0: needed that love
2: and then fast forward a tremendous amount of time through ups and downs and tremendous amounts of adversity and success i'm burnt out completely like toast like multiple times been in the pressure cooker come out of it piece myself together burnt out and i tell my new business partner at the time, Anthony, uh, I can't, I can't do this you can't, anymore. Okay, like, wait, before
0: yeah. before we go too far okay. <laughs> in, into the future, right? Um, let, Let's go back, right? Cause both of you guys like started, like once you dip your toes in CrossFit, you both were like, okay, like I'm 100% committed. I wanna own a gym. I wanna do everything like like that it takes to be be the best. Um, so I guess my question to both of you, right, when when you made that initial jump or that transition um, into the fitness industry, into CrossFit specifically, like was it a scary thing to do from, like, moving from wh- whatever you were comfort- comfortable at into this industry?
1: For me, it wasn't for two reasons. One, the passion was so big and it just became my the only thing i wanted to do okay and i knew it was the only thing i wanted to do because nothing everything else felt gray at that point and it was just this the endorphins that i got from helping someone it, it especially in, in fitness making people better i was like man this is it okay so that passion really brought me in and then the second thing is i Worked at night so I could do that during the day. Cool. So I started bartending. Like I left a, a career so I could just bartend on the weekends, make enough money to live. And then so I can support myself and coach and then open a gym. And I still, even in the, the entire time that I owned that first gym, I bartended the entire time because there was no money in the gym. Yeah, um, Which I think helped. It helped and it didn't help because we spoke about that on the last episode Where if I would have went all in, all in without that other distraction or job, I probably would have been a little
0: more successful in it. Yeah. What about you, Ari? Like when you got, you know, asked to be in that GM role, like was it a scary?
2: No, because I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Okay, I just had no clue.
0: Wow. Okay. Which is so it's it's kind of it's it's a weird thing, right? Because. You know, we're sitting here talking about pivoting. And we know that for the most part, for most people, that pivoting is a scary thing, right? But you both pivoted into something and felt no fear. Like, why do you think like, why do you think that is? like what's there for you guys that you feel like is missing, like for other people?
1: I also think. And this is to the younger viewers right now. Pivot when you're young and do Mm. as many pivots as you can. Okay. As quickly as you can to find that one thing that you're really meant to do. Because as you get older and you start to have more obligations and there's a a little more risk as you get older. Okay. You know, we have kids and stuff like that. It's, as of right now, it's a little more challenging to pivot because I can't take a pay cut or I can't. You know, there's
0: you have that standard of living of, yeah, already.
1: Yeah. So I was in a position where I will sleep on a cot in the back of a gym. It doesn't matter to me.
0: Like let's just make this work. Okay. So that's my advice on that. Okay. Um, now Ari, you don't have kids yet, but again, like I <laughs> like I feel like I've watched you grow up a little yeah, bit, man. right?
2: Because
0: uh, 'cause you're married at this point, yeah. right? Yes. Um so like when you got into that position, like the your life was a little bit different, right? But now that you're now that you're where you are now, do you feel like you would still make the same sacrifices, like as far as working at the gym for free um and just you know taking the pay cut, or like are you past that point where you feel like all right i I learned everything I needed to, and like I can't go back? And you know you get, just have to kind of keep moving forward.
2: The challenging question. Um, if I think I'm being completely honest. Like I would not do that again if I had the choice.
0: <laughs> I love the. It's odyssey. just Thank not
2: you. is not efficient, smart, healthy. Nothing, nothing about it. So there's something to be said for people who go through challenge and adversity and stress and grind to ultimately be successful. Fine. Do 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 the dirty work, do whatever you need to do. But at a certain point, there's a threshold crossover to where it's just unhealthy Mm. and not good. Okay. And that was, that was, I think, over the threshold at certain points. I'm not complaining, you know, it's, it It is is what it is. is, But that's the reason why I say, you know, it was just inefficient. It wasn't hard. It was just not the right way or I would have done it much differently, or I'd had more support. I would have asked for help more. I would have just made it less difficult for myself.
0: Awesome. See, this is like why I always t- like tell people to read books, right? Because right now, like essentially, you could write a book about your experience, right? But we choose to do like the audio and the video version of it. A um, terrible writer, Adam's <laughs> an amazing. Adam oh, could Adam's write the book. for a great writer. If you're if you're signed me. up for Adam's newsletter, you need how do how do they sign up to the newsletter? I know this is like random but Uh, they just emailed me adam at crossfit exalted there we go so sign up for that newsletter um but right now you're taking everything that you learned and just like compressing it and giving it to the people right like you had to grind like so like basically you're saying that at some point it was just like unhealthy um like how how did you find the balance i guess or did you did you really find balance or are you just like no did you it's take a good question and just like now you're just doing the same unhealthy things so somewhere
2: else? Immediately I found myself in the same position that Will was in. Okay. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to disconnect, I'm ready to pivot. What do I do with the gym? I can't leave it. I care too much about it. I've done too much here. Everyone here is, you know, amazing. If I leave, it's dead. Hundred percent chance. Um, even with the business partners that I had. They they didn't have the the input or bandwidth to do what needed to be done and then there wasn't another me or anything close to that just because we could barely find a coach that would coach a class. So we put out an ad and uh oh I'm sorry, a little bit rewind. Um I talked to Anthony, our business partner, my close friend, and I'm like, hey, I need help with the gym. And he's like, okay, let's uh let's get these guys out or you know, I'll come in as a Another partner and we'll we'll see what we can do and eventually when he came in he's like hey we have to we have to find someone to, to help you out or to you know help you migrate out and we put on an ad and carrie adam's wife found the ad she applied, she applied. <laughs> yeah and we found adam
0: wait she applied for you
2: yeah. okay <laughs> yeah i vividly remember that so i quit my job and where were you at at that moment
1: i was at a running of- local franchise eat the frog yep so i was a regional head coach for eat the frog i had quit i told my wife i was going to quit that week i quit on
2: the timing of this was crazy yeah
1: at like i don't know 11 a.m my wife had applied to the job the day before anthony called me like three hours after i quit my job damn and i was going to quit my job to do my own thing Um, But I didn't know what I was going to do. Okay. And that's why I'm such a big believer in you. have to close some doors for other doors to open. Yeah. Because it's not... That can't be chance, dude. Like, I closed that door, and that was a very hard door to close because the owner was, like, became such a good friend
0: Yeah.
1: me. Um, And three hours later,
2: I get this phone call. It's crazy. That's wild. Like, my timing and his timing lined up that way somehow. Okay. So now, how is that... Like so,
0: how do the two timelines converge? Like when, when you come in, because t- I, 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 I was there the first day you came. Yeah. Right, and I was like, I don't, I don't know. I thought you were like a new member or something. Um, you, you look like a coach. Member. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's Like people come in and out. And like you're with Ari. I'm thinking, you know, you're doing like foundations or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know, B.
1: That's where I'm at in my fitness doing the New Year Challenge.
0: Right? Yeah, right. You. I mean, he signed listen, up. sometimes, you know, people do powerlifting, and then when they come to CrossFit, it's a completely different sport, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, like, how does, like, what does that on-ramp look like?
2: So, I've been pretty transparent to Anthony at this point about what I wanted to do and what I needed to do. I'm like, hey, one, I got to make more money, two, I got to get out of here. I'm just, I'm, I'm no longer able to offer my service at the level that I, I uphold. And that was the biggest thing for me. I can no longer do my job to the standards that I have, which are very high because of like how burnt out I am. And that was like the saddest and most difficult thing to come to terms with. So we need to get some new energy in here that can. And Adam was that energy. And initially I was like, okay, I can do this. Like I got help. I can do this. Like, let me try to, let me try to push one more time and see if I can like make this work now that I have the right support. And I tried a little bit. And, but ultimately like I had already mentally mentally disconnected and I knew for it to to really work, like it needed to be a hard switch. And Adam poor, poor bastard had no idea what he was in for.
1: Okay. At first, all we <laughs> did was work out and have fun. Yeah.
2: So they, they <laughs> tricked yeah. me
1: so bad.
2: Yeah, so we warmed warm you up so nice. Yeah, I got
1: hired on, and I'll be honest, as an overpaid coach. So I went from regional head coach, taking care of multiple gyms, like really running the show for multiple places. Um, and they're like, we're going to pay you more to just be a coach. Okay. And I was like, no, this sounds too good to be true, but let's do this. Um, and Ari was still running the show. And, you know, it was, we worked really, really hard, but it was a breath of fresh air. Um, two months into it, I got promoted to head coach. A month later, I got promoted to GM. Nice. N- no, no. No. Hey, listen. Okay. <laughs> no.
0: Listen. I'm I'm doing this for the for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. okay? Certifications mean nothing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Positions mean nothing. Yeah. Positions mean nothing. <laughs> you want to be the janitor? You, yes. Okay. And
1: then, so that was probably around. Uh, like buying a
2: house, you it's better off you show up as a janitor than a than an owner. Yes. How messed up is that?
1: Then a month later, Ari dropped the bomb on me.
0: All right. I think. All right. You're such an asshole that's why so honestly like this topic you know about pivoting like it i feel like right now this episode is more about like like there needs to be a change in the fitness industry that's what it sounds like we're we're really covering right now because like everybody seems to just be getting burnt out like why like why do you feel like i that just is? had this
2: conversation with uh the owner of a, uh, the gym that I go to now that's closer to my house. And ultimately, um, so I'll give you just the flat point blank. There is not enough profitability in gyms, period. There, There's the ratio of work to compensation is not right. So you have to do a lot of work to get a lot of compensation. Uh-huh. That's just how it is. Uh, and there's too many components working. So, take for instance the gym that I go to in Winter Park. Um I'll shout him out, Joey at at Primus Fitness. Joey? Yeah, so Joey runs his CrossFit gym and Joey's a doctor, he's a chiropractor who runs Apex Performance, his chiropractor facility in tandem to his CrossFit gym. So he has a model that creates enough revenue and allows him to enjoy CrossFit, not expect CrossFit to provide the revenue that he needs to to live his life so he gets to enjoy it without creating a relationship with crossfit that is so financially driven um which th- the unfortunate reality is it needs to be because the amount of input necessary for you to get the right output is just so extraordinarily high and for that reason you know he wants to bring that that model to other gyms so that other gyms have the ability to enjoy their crossfit experience without feeling like they need to extract every single bit of money out of it to to just live a, a decent life. But yes, the margins are low. Profitability is low.
0: Okay. Yes. So does that mean overhead is high?
2: Is mm-hmm. that what, yeah, well, here's the other thing. Exalted pays, very proud to say this, and Anthony is too. Exalted has the highest compensation plan for employees and coaches out of any CrossFit facility by a large margin.
0: I'm not surprised. Like, by
2: a very large was margin. purposely done. Yeah, like, it's, okay. the business model is built around that as the overarching goal.
0: Okay, all right, that makes sense. Because I, I feel like <laughs> CrossFit coaches, from what I've, like when I got into this, like community from i think 2015 2016 it was it's always been like 20 dollars
2: 15 to 20
0: yeah 15 to 20 per class yeah. and it's it's on a per class thing which makes it even worse because if you're like <laughs> if you're like coaching like two morning classes and then there's that break before your next class it's like do I really, like most coaches, I feel like just stay in the gym all day because it's like, it's not worth yeah.
2: it just to leave.
0: Yeah. Right. It's like, why would I go somewhere when I have to go come back in like three or four hours? I'm just going to work out. And I, and it's like just that time that's just kind of wasted.
1: Yeah. We, we've seen some of the best coaches that we know, level three
2: coaches. Oh, and by the way, that business model started after <laughs> I got done at Exalted.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So you? Oh. oh, yeah. He didn't get paid. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I,
2: I, I lived off of very, very minimal income from the gym, but it pressured and uh, encouraged me to start my personal training business, which I was extremely successful of with um, at the oh. time, and that was the only way that I justified working at Exalted at the time. Through that, okay, was personal training.
1: But even that is because I do a lot of personal training now, and. You're still trading time for
2: dollars Exactly. Is, yeah. You can only charge so much eventually. Yeah, it's so it's a losing game and, and you're like capped you said, out at X amount of hours a week.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like the input we give, it you know, it, it's professional level input it's, in order to make what it's we It's
2: actually priceless. Yeah. You are adding years to people's lives. You're you're creating an opportunity for people to improve their overall health well being inside and outside the gym. And you're giving that to them within an hour, you know, and you're charging pennies on the dollar for it. Yeah.
1: But what what, what I – and I still struggle with this. The amount of input I give to the gym and to my personal training clients and to my remote clients, it earns me a decent living but doesn't allow energy for a lot of other things. Mm. So like – I can't go out on the weekends because I'm burnt from the week. Yeah. I can't even make phone calls to oh, people because I didn't want to talk to anyone. Yeah, yeah. Ever yeah, again. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I d I didn't even want to communicate yeah. with people anymore. And you have a oh. hundred personal conversations with a yeah. hundred people a day.
2: Uh, can you and, have to explain? and um and Ben Bergeron talked about it the best. He explained it as the emotional bank account. You know, you can you can throughout the day have multiple withdrawals, you know, and people are withdrawing from your emotional bank account and only once a day do you get your you know your deposit okay. over overnight and it may not be a
0: 100%. Okay. So uh, I always like to try to take the conversations and make sure like you know the everyday listener who's not a CrossFit coach um could relate, right? So uh, there's a lot of people who go to work every day who give their all to their job that they hate and they drain that emotional bank account and then they come home Right and just they have nothing for their partners yeah. and they have absolutely nothing for their kids and for themselves really right and when you come home like those people are expecting things from, things from you right they're expecting some kind of emotion some kind of communication and although you know you may not be you know at a gym where most of you guys both of you guys you know started out loving it you go to to a job where. It's just Zoom calls all day or in-person meetings and you're doing all of these things and sometimes they get stuck, right? Because like you said earlier, you have that family you have to feed and you, like you can't just, just pivot. So, But there's always a, a way to pivot, right? So like would there be any advice, Adam, that you could give for that person who feels stuck in their everyday life? like to to transition and go somewhere else where they could find some kind of happiness.
1: That one's hard because I, I'm still in my current situation and I don't plan on leaving my current situation. Okay. So I the pivot's not there for me like in kind of a life where like I, this is this is it for me I, like this is my passion this is what I was meant to do. Um I will say I've learned to create Discretionary effort, where there's certain I've learned you don't have to give your 100% to everything, and you can't give your 100% to everything because you will deplete yourself of all energy and burn out. So I've learned there's certain things that I have to delegate a little bit better, or just some things aren't going to get my 100%. So I can save energy for when I get home, or turn it all off 100% when you get home. Leave your phone in your car, like, and my wife's really big on that, like. When you're at work, work like an animal. When you're home, you're home. Yeah. That's it. Like you got to turn it off. Um, So you can make your situation better in your current situation and create a, a mindset pivot Okay. without having to transition jobs.
0: Okay. I like that. I like that. So just basically you could just kind of change the way you, you feel about work. Maybe be more grateful that you have a job, right? And then when you get to work, figure out what you need to go hard on for the day and then save a little bit for for home.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I was reading the 80-20 book and so twenty per- there's 20% of things that you do that create 80% of the output in your life. Okay. And that's what you need to focus on. Not the other 80% that's mostly fluff and it's not going to really yield a lot of results. Go really hard on that 20%. Don't go hard on
0: 100% of the things that you do. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Ari, kind of the same question to you. Like you actually did make that pivot and I I feel like you may have made it at the right time, right? Before like big life changes or whatnot. Um, but like, what would you say to anybody who may have been like, who, who may be scared to, to pivot?
2: Yeah, it's a good question. And I like the way Adam answered it too. So from someone who is really ultimately i'm speaking for you happy with what he has and has constantly and still currently perfected and adjusted what he needs to do to 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 get the most out of that and to be the most efficient with his life um i am more of an experimentalist (laughs) um no I'll, i'll i'll make adjustments too but I would encourage anyone who's currently in a place where they wanna make a change, do it so aggressively and so passionately that there is no other option than for you to succeed with it. So you know you can dip your foot in and say, okay, I'm gonna gonna try to do this a little bit better or I'm gonna make an effort to do X, Y, or Z two or three times a week so that so-and-so is happier at home or I'm happier at the office but ultimately you'll kind of fall back into your ways and it it won't really be that impactful. But if you do something really drastic, even if it's in one direction, I'm trying to think of an example, but I know Ben, uh, I'm talking about Ben Bergeron because he's just my king. Uh, (laughs) Seriously, seriously, no, he's he's He's, had quite literally the the biggest impact on my entire life. And I know a lot of people like don't like him and think he's kind of, yeah. You just, you, just you, you you take, you take, you take like, you take what, is he perfect? Absolutely not. No one, no one is perfect. uh But you take what you like from whoever you listen to or have you looked up to and you kind of cultivate that and combine it with what you believe in and and you make a nice, nice combination. But he leaves work at 530, I think every single day or did when he was in the position at his gym and facility. He said, I don't like if I was in the middle of writing a word on a, on a piece of paper, at 5 30 as soon as it as soon as my alarm dings like i literally drop the pen and walk out the door and it's just so cut and dry excuse me it's so cut and dry and easy because he is the type of person that when he sees the clock strike 5 30 he knows what he needs to do mm, you know so it's, discipline right it's discipline but it's also it's routine and uh atomic habits too you know it's it's i've created a setup for myself that there's no discretion involved I don't have to make a decision for myself. I know when this happens, this happens. Yeah. So
1: I will say I'm really impressed with what you've built now because I got to see all of it, and I got to see when you first decided to leave the gym, and the first opportunity not work out, and the second opportunity not work yeah, out. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the, and we were in the office, and he was he was like venting a little bit, and I was, and he was in a bind. Like I don't know if he's. I, going myself, into that I or like not, to, I like but, to put myself like, in like the most difficult
2: it positions was like, possible. Dude,
1: like like. She was about to hit the fan. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, like, I got to yeah. know a
0: little bit too, but yeah. again, it's yeah. yeah. not my story to tell. But yeah, okay. Yeah. No,
2: I, yeah, I do best when I'm in the worst position.
0: I fucking love that. Me too. Yeah.
2: No, I'd like to suffer.
0: But like, like, bro, so.
2: I need pressure. I need suffering. Yeah. And I'll like, succeed. Me
0: too, right? Because I, uh, I worked my last job for like eight years. And from the first year I got there, I wanted to not be there. That for was yeah, um for the the internet provider. Internet, yeah 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 yeah. Remember yeah, yeah, so yeah.
2: you drove your truck to the gym?
0: Bro, for the the first year that first summer hit, I was like I got in my first attic and I said, "Yo, <laughs> I'm not going to do this." And it took 7 years and basically like a whole divorce for me to leave. And like you said like you have to like my foot was in the fire like it took me three months to change into my new career so from seven years and the the career i'm in now for the whole time i was at the old spot i talked about and thought about being where i am now and in three months like i i mean i know we talked about certification not mattering but like i had to get a certification just to get my foot in the door right of course and fuck, bro, I took that, like, be it cares two you, tests. Who
2: cares if you speak English as long as you have the certification? Bro, right? <laughs>
0: bro, I took, it, it was two tests served? that I had to study for, bro. And I did it in, like, three weeks? What What forced that change? I didn't have a fucking choice. It was like I was, at the time, making $15 an hour. I had to go find an apartment for me and my son. And I'm like, okay, I could either go find a shitty like studio apartment, which I still couldn't afford because the fuck the economy's trash, right? A studio apartment is like the cost of like a thirteen hundred dollars rent. a month, bro. I'm like, what is going
2: on? That's no, crazy. It's doubled, doubled in price.
0: And then you have to make three times the rent to qualify on paper. I I didn't qualify. The place I'm at now, I don't qualify for on paper. And I'm making over it's like sixty. A year. I don't qualify for, like, I had to literally lie on my application Yeah. to get an apartment, which I have not been late on my payment for. I'm like, wow, this shit is crazy. So, like, I had no choice. And, bro, I I, I fucking drink as many fucking five-hour energy drinks as I could. I stayed up late. I studied, watched YouTube videos at two times speed, took notes, and I was up at, like, like two o'clock in the morning taking the test in a bedroom.
1: That brings up something Dollar, interesting dude. because yeah. <laughs> I, if you're making, you know, over 60 and on paper, you couldn't afford it. So obviously you have other things going on that, that help out. That means everyone else is too, because the average income in central Florida, I think is under 50.
0: Yeah. It, like In America, it's like 40, 40 grand. Those numbers don't add up. At all.
1: <laughs> So and they, keep everyone, building, they
2: keep building apartments. <laughs> yeah, so is
1: everyone kind of making these small pivots in their life to be able to afford just living? Because these not, numbers don't make sense. They don't make sense, right? You know,
0: here's the thing, right? Uh, not a lot of people are pivoting. A lot of people are putting on masks, and a lot of people are pretending to down. be able. Yeah, they're pretending to be able to afford these things, Right there's a lot of people driving in cars that they can't afford. A lot of people living in places that they can't afford. Um a lot of people buying homes that they can't afford, buying food that you shouldn't be buying. And um I don't like I don't know what's going on right now, but when when it hits the fan, it's going to be really bad. There's a lot of people in personal it's easy as hell to get in personal debt now. Like tiktok will it's tell encouraged. you bro, it's encouraged, encouraged bro it's marketed and encouraged like tiktok is like oh you have bad credit you can get twenty thousand dollars i'm like bro yeah when i was younger i got a credit card for 500 bucks because my credit was bad mm-hmm. 500 now, actually, i think i had one for like 280 280 dollars and now you can get a, a loan for 20 grand and the economy is this bad that i'm making well above the average, and I can't afford to live. Now, what is going on with the average person who's living above average?
2: I think there's going people to mo- be- People working multiple jobs, pivoting.
1: I think that's piling up. Pivoting to,
2: to multiple streams of income.
1: I still think there's, going, there's a big mask right now and there's
2: going to be a major I don't, crash. I don't think it's that much of a mask. I think it's pretty damn clear. Yeah. Everyone's talking about it too.
0: But a lot of people are still ignoring it.
2: Right. I mean, what are they going to? I mean,
0: they're economies. So, out.
2: <laughs> good example. Like, you know, are you going to wake up in the morning and, you know, go and face the absolute most difficult things you're going to have to deal with today? Or are you going to say, oh, "I'm actually, I have five things to deal with today at my job. Three of them are good, two of them are not so good. I'm going to deal with one of the not so good things. I'm going to deal with all the good things." You know, it's kind of like that, I guess, example. Yeah. Of what is going on.
0: People aren't trying to face the difficult, bro. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's gonna be, it's gonna be really bad. Um, But I think right now is the time for you, like if you're in a bad position, like it is a really good time for you to pivot. It is a really good time for you to learn new skills.
2: And the hardest part of doing that is just doing it. It's just starting something absolutely just even if it's microscopic, just starting.
0: Not even just starting, commit. You have to commit because there's a lot of time. You can start anything. You have to, the hardest part is committing and, and following through. Um, but it's it's not hard to learn anything. Like YouTube, like I literally just like, I, I, I like I, I spent hours on YouTube learning things. It, it cost me nothing to learn it. Um, and although I got the, the certification, like really, you don't need a cert, like you learn it, you put on your resume. Cause uh, like in the interview, you just know how to f- articulate, like you need to te- tell these people that you know how to do what you need to do. And then, you know, you, you pivot like that way. So pivoting is not that hard. Um, but back to like our regular conversation <laughs> before I went on this, uh, tangent, um, you pivoted, Ari, right? You got into a whole new industry. Yeah. A very lucrative <laughs> industry, but with it's shortfalls, right? Yep. Um, and now I, I don't even know how many industries <laughs> you're involved in. Me
2: neither. The uh, nice two of us.
0: Yeah. I mean, every time I see you, you're like, yeah, man, I'm doing this. I'm doing <laughs> that. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Uh, but... Our, uh, Adam brought it up and and you know he said like you know the first couple of times you you tried to pivot it was it yeah. was a disaster
2: Oh yeah I'm I'm really good at that making things really difficult but again I like like pressure so yeah as soon as I pivoted from the gym um my first thing was was roofing and still is but it was with a different roofing contractor and he was one of my personal training clients at the time and uh promised me the world um was like, you're going to make all this money and I'm going to take care of you personally. I'm going to mentor you, all this stuff. Turns out that was not true. And I'll refrain from using other (laughs) words to describe the situation and him personally out of respect. And yeah, it was a massive fail. It was three months of complete wasted time. I went backwards a tremendous amount of steps. It was my first time going backwards in eight years. Wow. And it was really difficult for me and I had spent so much time in it, blood, sweat and tears going forwards and this is a big step back, like massively big step back and I couldn't really afford to take this step back and without any hesitation, I, you know, sucked it up, you know, got the sorrows out of my system and just immediately went to uh, one of my close friends who was also a roofing contractor.
1: There was one in between. Call center. Call center. That's one day.
2: Oh my God, dude. You know he came yeah. to the
1: gym after that one day?
2: Yeah, dude. I went to sell um, uh, <laughs> life insurance in a call center. Yeah, for one day. I got my, I got like way into the training of it and I was like, nah. Yeah,
1: he. I saw him, the look on his face and it was like this look of defeat, dude. Like, it's yeah. like, because oh, you yeah. know, everyone promises the world. You're gonna make a million dollars, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it's not that, you know? Yeah.
2: And this was like my- First time in eight years, letting someone else control my destiny. Oh, and that what I realized was the biggest issue, because um, I, I work the best when I'm my own boss, when I'm responsible for my own things, when I it's it's me in the in the hot seat. Yeah, so I did that. I I was probably other things too. I don't remember what I was doing. I think there. I think there was. There was. I just don't remember. Yeah. Okay, seems like so long ago. But uh, the uh, the person I went to. After all of those things, um, his name's Andrew Pete, owner of Pete Roofing, Central Florida. Bam, bam. Uh, my absolute, one of my best friends in the world, a, a father figure, a mentor, all the above, uh, took me under his wing. He's been doing this for a tremendous amount. It's like since he was 18, he's a fourth generation uh, with the company and the company has been around since 1937. Yes. So yeah, he's he's just so <laughs> unbelievably good at what he does. <laughs> and runs a super small company and does it exceptionally well. And he literally took me under his wing. He's like, in two months or less, I'm gonna get you on your feet. I'm gonna teach you what you know, and you'll be on your way. And he was completely serious. Okay. And Can I give it you a was shout out to accurate. Yeah. Uh,
1: so Pete went to go check. I have a situation going on at Miles. He went to go check it out. I think he tried to not sell more than he tried to like he was like no like i i can't do this and i actually don't know anyone that can but this is what you should do and like he one this is a guy that's extremely successful did not need to come to my house yeah um but the doesn't honesty, do repairs yeah doesn't do <laughs> repairs the honesty and transparency and the advice that was given and his very precious time was well appreciated Damn. It, was, it was pretty cool
2: yeah he's a he's a real one um he still gets on the roof yeah. and, you know, we'll check roofs out, you know, doesn't, doesn't have to do that, but definitely enjoys it. And, you know, he's still, he's still actively working. So, uh, he set me up for success. He, he gave me some leads. He taught me what to do and trusted me, really trusted me with his baby of, you know, his name is company and, you know, I dressed up really well. I, I did everything in the script. I, I asked him questions, I went back and forth, you know, he supported me and and I became very successful very quickly with it. And I want to attribute a lot of that success to his company because it's very easy to sell a very good company. Yeah. And the the name, the the quality of work, the reputation is all there, but I had to uphold that and it was really a confidence booster for me at that time to be like, "Okay, I got this." Like, let me let me keep pushing and You know, it was at my lowest confidence point ever in my life after all that, like my confidence just,
1: just completely went down. (laughs) I think there's something important there, which is I know Ari's values and he's the way he scrubs the floors is the way he coaches is just Mm -hmm. who he is. It's excellence all the time. Um, Sometimes to his detriment,
2: but for sure,
1: it's, it's amazing to even watch. It's, it's amazing to even watch. Aligning yourself with a company that has the same values is important. And then you'll feel at home if you're able to do that.
0: Okay. So my qu- so here's the question, right? So when you went to that first initial company, did you have any like doubts? Like any like in your gut, did you feel like, yeah. uh, okay. Oh yeah. They, okay. I, all
2: of them. We talked about it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like walked in there like, well, I walked in there suspicious too. Cause you know, it promised me the world. Like the more someone sells me, the more skeptical I am. Okay, and that was another thing. Like Andy didn't sell me at all. He's like, "This, this is, is what it is. What is, is going to happen?" He's like, "I've helped multiple people in your same position before, and it takes a couple months to get up and running. That's what it takes. It's like, so long as you participate, yeah. You know. But then I have you know person A over here, the initial person of, hey, you're going to make millions of dollars in your first year. Damn, I'm like, you're lying."
0: But I but, know. Not a but right now but if it's if it's right now, <laughs> worst
2: worst case scenario I make a hundred k yeah yeah right it's that like, would was, be awesome yeah, but right. that wasn't even the case <laughs> Damn.
0: all right so <laughs> well
2: a lot a lot more happened but I I'm not going yeah, to nah, share we don't need it, but to go yeah.
0: we know what I mean we don't need to give a spotlight to motherfuckers I ended up like that, I ended right? up actually
2: doing well but I I. I'm gonna stop there yeah, yeah. No, no. don't worry about buddy man
0: but yeah man you gotta trust your gut feeling right like when you when you i mean, didn't
2: i didn't trust i know
0: it. i'm talking to my listeners. i know you yeah yeah right? <laughs> like
2: if i if didn't that, you should <laughs> listen
0: to your gut feeling man if it don't sound good don't go for i was it, in
2: man. a uh um, a very what's the word um, vulnerable vulnerable i was yeah. in a vulnerable position so yeah when you're vulnerable you're gonna kind of not trust your gut sometimes, I yeah, guess. Yeah, vulnerabilities. Don't, don't fa- fall into that trap. Shit.
0: I mean, you know, like you could you could take a little risk, but when somebody trying to say, you're going to yeah. make millions I and mean, millions?
2: As a, as a salesperson.
0: That's, that's different. That's, that's
2: different. Oh, oh but I'm going to take care of you. You're the no, best that's one. A di- yeah.
0: That's a whole different. Um, so. Dude, we got to
1: give Emily a little shout out too. So during this, they got married.
2: Yeah, I was oh, like, I was like, point, I was like, I hey, was yeah. like,
0: yeah. Ari's lowest point. At your lowest point. Yeah. You're gonna oh, stay with the, with Yeah.
2: Me. Oh man, dude, I like, i can't even begin to get into how special and, and important she is and pivotal to my success. Because I, I I told her I tell her all the time, like I would just give if it wasn't for you, I'd just give up. I'd just lay down. I'd probably go, you know, live in a homeless shelter and. That's out. a lie.
0: Like 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 listen I know Emily like she she's obviously I know how great it is to have somebody amazing by your side and I've been around the, right? the other one uh, Yeah yeah I've been around but, but,
2: but, the one before yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah But one thing for sure you've always been you. Yeah. Right? You've always been a hard worker. You've always put in your 100% which is which kind of sucks when you put you know you 100 into the the wrong thing. Happens, but right man. now, like, life's not you, perfect. Right, it's awesome when you have somebody who's like, listen, like, because Emily probably like she she saw what you're like when you were up, and now it's like, okay, you stumbled, but we're good. Yeah, because she's,
2: yeah, she saw me at my like one of my highest, and then one of my lowest. Yeah, and, and now like now like on my way back.
0: Yeah, so it's it's awesome, right? Because and I feel like that's that's and mind important. you, she's just
2: over there just. Getting crushing, the shit beat out of her every single day, yeah, and like right. not complaining about anything, uh,
0: bro. I, but I think it's important
2: for here I am, like oh, it didn't <laughs> for go well.
0: Relationships. <laughs> I think it's important for relationships <laughs> where like your your partner gets to see when you're down, right? Because sure. now, like you know for sure, like this person has my back, and there may be a there may be a time where the the roles reverse, and you know she might be you know at the bottom, and you might you know have to.
2: Yeah, she's, I mean, yeah, she's had some challenges too. Uh, As of recently, no, she she got promoted, uh, which is awesome, but preceding that was really challenging for her. You know, she felt like she was spinning her wheels a lot with work and not making any progress, and so did I at the time. So we both were kind of in that same position, but, you know, I encouraged her that, you know, this is what it feels like when you're moving sometimes. You know, momentum sometimes feels stagnant. You just have to keep showing up and keep going, and...
1: I think it's it's special that you guys got married during that time. It was, like, at the hardest time.
0: That's when you guys yeah, decided to get married. it's crazy. Married. Yeah. I think I was, that's I was special. At the, I was at the proposal.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He shot You're the pictures. Like, he He, had me in he the shot the pictures, yeah. <laughs> he
0: had me that's in the awesome. bushes, dude.
2: That was stellar. That was, that was awesome. perfectly executed, yeah.
0: man. Um, all right. So, we I think we have to wrap up, man. Yes. We yes. do have to wrap because people are probably, like, getting... Back from work at this point, mm-hmm. listening to this podcast. We so, can keep going for hours. No, we can. Easily. We absolutely. Like, because I feel like, you know, I have to, but I have to. That's restore. what happens when Ari shows up. Yeah, right? I was like, I guess I'm not working. Yeah. A <laughs>
2: couple hours. <laughs> no, reel it back, man. We will we, we'll have more in the future. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, um, closing thoughts. Um, who wants to, uh, you know, give some closing thoughts on, you know, helping people pivot and, or actually, whatever. <laughs> we talked a lot about yeah. a lot of different things here, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's I feel talk like the, about pivoting.
2: Yeah, I mean the moral of the story is you, you. It's one. It's never too late. You know, you can't say that. You know, do it when you're younger. That's it is ideal, yes, because then you have later mm-hmm. to adjust and, and develop into it. But it's not wrong to to do anything at any specific time. It's it's got to feel right to you at that moment. Your moment is all that matters. No one else's or any other timeline associated with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Adam,
2: take the leap.
1: Okay. Yeah, especially if it, if it's something that it's keeping you up at night. Like you, it, you really nine. feel like this is something that you should be doing. Take the leap. Steps are going to appear. Um, you can be as prepared as possible, but even if you have some risks, that's what life's about. You, you know, it takes a little bit of faith to take the leap.
0: I like that. Um, for me, I'm going to say, do what you love, man. Like do, do what you love. Find, find what you love and, and do what you love. Um, And change your mindset. Like, you you touched on mindset a lot, um, and I I feel like mindset is a big thing. But the way that you talk about fitness, Adam, and, like, how you're like, I I love this so much. Like, I'm burnt out, but I'm going to find a way. I'm going to change it. I'm going to make sure, like, the thing that I love could, you know, be sustainable. And and I I appreciate that Um, because a lot of people just...
2: Don't. And he's had like injuries as of recently, and he's just continues to push through them.
1: That's been the most persevere. Yeah, I'll be honest, like that in specific because I've had him te-
2: too, dude. Like yeah. it crushes me.
1: Yeah, teaching what you love and, and having some intuitive. limitations to yeah. what you're doing is is a little bit challenging, but you just have to pivot within what you're doing. Like Ari was like, "Hey, do the." Most basic version of what you have to do, even with the because sometimes I have fifteen minutes to work out because like, yeah. my days are so busy. Pick something that doesn't require any warm up time that you can just get something in because it's about consistency of continuing to do these things rather than the thing itself. Okay, which I thought was pretty
2: cool. So yeah. thank you for that, first man.
0: All right, well, I think that's this was a this is a great first guest episode. Yeah, guys yeah. thank you, thank you so much awesome. for having me, man. Yeah, absolute man. pleasure. Uh, well definitely I appreciate have you, you guys back in the future hopefully we you know we can have your wife uh join us at some awesome. point um yeah that that's about it i don't know the rep count episode or whatever yeah. <laughs> we are <Bow>, <laughs> signing off see you guys next week thank you guys